Hello guys, my name is Jada Collette and I am very honored to be on the FCA podcast this week. I guess you could call me a fellow alumni from East Paulding. I graduated from there and went there all four years. I'm pretty sure most of you listening to this know who I am, but if you don't, hi. Um, Today we're going to be in the parable of the sower in Mark 4. I would like to open us up with prayer before we get going because I think it's so important when we dig into the word to start off with the prayer and almost leave it open so that the Lord can work through the scripture and we can understand things. So pray with me if you don't mind. Dear Lord Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you for everybody listening to this podcast and getting to hear your word today, God. I just hope that they don't take what I'm saying, but they hear your word, Lord, that it's not me that is speaking like this, God. It's you speaking through me, Lord, and that your work and your will be done in the end, God. And Lord, I thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for us, God, and we are forever grateful for that. And even though we can't really wrap our heads around what that means for us, Lord. It means that we are saved and we need to repent for our sins, Lord. But he died on the cross for us so that we could be close to you, God. So thank you for sending your son and allowing that to be our life so we can dig into your word and become more like Jesus in a way, God. Um, and just thank you for all the listeners today. And in your name I pray, amen. So, first I want to ask you guys, like, how are you doing? What's been up with you guys? Um, I know that you can't really talk back, but I want it to feel more like an open conversation. Um, I have a little message for the seniors out there. Um, If you feel like the Lord is far away from you right now in this time of uncertainty and trying to figure out where you're going to go to college, just know that He is with you and that He is working. His plan will always be done and his will will always be fulfilled. So I know it's hard for us to think that, yeah, the Lord is working for us because even I do that sometimes. Like, is he really? But he really is. And I think the fact that we can't fathom the thought and like fit God into those little boxes in our brains proves what he can do like that he is greater than we will ever think he is so that's just a little splurge on that I don't want to spend too much too much time on that I want us to dig into the word a little bit more and in no way shape or form am I claiming to know the bible back and backwards and forwards but I do think it's important that we dig into scripture so we can know God's word this is our tool for life the bible is our tool when we don't know what to do in certain situations there's almost a verse or a book in the bible that can help us with that and i thought the parable of the sower would be a great place to start today in mark 4 um i'm reading the christian standard bible today so it might sound a little bit different from your version but So just turn with me to, again, Mark 4, and we're just going to go through that whole chapter. So in a brief, this is a book. Well, this chapter is about when Jesus is talking about how when we sow into other people. So when we pour the word into other people, 
there are certain paths that they land on in their lives and there are three different paths talked about in the parable there is the rocky ground the thorns and the good grounds so if we go to verse 3 it says listen consider the sower who went out to sow as he sowed some feet some seeds fell along the path and the birds came and devoured it other seeds fell on the rocky ground where it didn't have much soil and it grew up quickly since the soil wasn't deep when the sun came up it was scorched and since it had no root it withered away other seed fell among thorns and the thorns came up and choked it and it didn't produce fruit still other seed fell on good ground and it grew up producing fruit that increased 30 60 and 100 times then he said let anyone who has ears to hear listen so we're going to break this first this verse down a little bit from chap i mean verse three to nine sorry guys i'm stuttering a lot (laughs) um but so when the word fell on the rocky ground we can see that the soil wasn't deep so that our love for the lord we can almost compare it in a parallel to that our love for the lord wasn't deep and it just kind of was just there it's gonna be rooted up really easily and is never going to get anywhere so allow these words to kind of search your heart is your love for the lord deep and then we go on to say um see that like the sun scorched it so it had no root and it withered away so when it was on the rocky ground it had no root in the word so we can compare those roots to the bible to our relationship with god but if you don't have a relationship with god and you just are like yeah i'm a christian but you're not doing those actions and not to say that being a christian is all about what you do but you got to have that relationship and those deep feelings for the lord and that love for him so if you don't it's going to be easily ripped away from you and then it says other seeds fell among the thorns and the thorns came up and choked it and didn't produce fruit so this kind of for me when i read this verse it reminds me of when you're around people um the word you might be that word But the people you're hanging out with are like choking you and not encouraging you in that. So you have to be careful with the people you hang around. And then it says, some seed fell on good ground and it grew up producing fruit that increased 30 to 60 and 100 times. And we can see that the fruit is other Christians because it is our job as Christians to go out and sow those seeds to make more christians i guess you could say um to strengthen those relationships and go out and spread the gospel and that is producing fruit and it can go up to 30 60 and 100 times and then he says then said let anyone who has ears to hear and listen so you guys are hearing and you're listening and i'm just really happy that you're diving into this word with me because i think it's so important to see how when we sow and what the words can do on certain grounds and then if we go down we can go ahead and go over to the parable of the sower explain the relationships of christ is how i have a little 
indentation in my bible that I wrote because it's the relationships so these are some of the like the words sown on the path is what verse 15 says and then we can go on to read when they hear immediately Satan comes and takes away the words sown in them so Satan is always looking to get his way that is why he fell he's considered a fallen angel he fell from heaven because he wanted to be like God and he wants us to long to be like the Lord and have our way when that's not the Lord's way and so Satan is going to rip that out because he doesn't want more people in the kingdom of heaven he wants us to suffer with him so when you have that you have to know the word in the bible to be able to fight those thoughts against satan and to fight against satan because our physical power cannot go against satan himself it's just not possible i have struggled with that myself saying lord i can fix my sin because i um i can do it i'm strong enough satan is no match for me but that the truth is Satan is a bigger match than me and will always win unless the Lord fights that battle. So that's just something to keep in mind. And then verse 16 says, And others are like seeds sown on rocky ground. When they hear the word, immediately they receive it with joy, but they have no root. They are short-lived. So when distress or persecution comes because of the word, they immediately fall away. So this is like kind of when you go on a mission trip and you know you get really really pumped up and you're like I'm gonna dig into the word when I get home don't get me wrong those my a mission trip changed my life and how I saw Jesus but those are almost short-lived because you haven't been practicing them you have to put good habits into practice of reading your bible and I know like going through the motions it's not about just going through the motions it's about enjoying it and if you can wake up in the morning and read your bible or read it before you go to bed start setting routines and having those habits to form so that you're not short-lived in the lord's word and that you can keep growing and then if we move on to verse 18 it says others are like seed sown among thorns these are sorry these are the ones who hear the word but the worries of this age and deceitfulness of wealth and the desires for other things enter in and choke the word and it becomes unfruitful so this is this can be our sin we see it's the deceitful wealth and the desires for other things so when we desire to be on our phone rather than be in the word and things like that and i'm not on here to say that those things are bad but they're not the way of the lord and you don't have to be in your Bible 24-7, but spend some time with the Lord. And trust me, I struggle with this all the time. So I'm preaching to myself as well through this. But you got to start spending more time in the Word, getting to know that this Word is love and that the things you see on social media are not always love and they are deceitful and not always true. So that's another thing to keep in mind. And then if we go to verse 20, and it said, Those like seeds sown on good ground hear the word, welcome it, and produce fruit 30, 60, and 100 times what was sown. And that goes back to verse 8 in chapter 4. Um, but, so I think it's really important that the way that it, that is repeated, because 
it's showing what can happen when we sow onto good ground and we hear the word and we welcome it into our hearts and our hearts are transformed and then we produce other fruit and spread the gospel and that is how you produce fruit is by spreading the gospel so when if you are not saved today i just ask that you pray and cry out to the lord to search your heart and change your heart because that is truly where the change starts it's not from the outside in it's from the inside out and that's been something that i have truly been learning through my walk with christ is it's not about what i look like and what i talk about on the outside and how much i say that i love jesus but it's about what i truly believe in my heart and i say that getting on here today like i truly believe that the lord is all reigning over us and his love is so powerful that it can defeat satan or else i wouldn't be preaching this to you because then that word would be like me preaching on the rocky grounds or the thorns because it's not the truth but i believe wholeheartedly that in our hearts our heart has to be changed and then we can go on to produce those fruits and that's not to say that our heart is changed all at once this is a life journey with christ and it's a walk with christ it's not just oh i'm saved so just keep that in mind with your walk with christ and while you're sowing into others that sometimes when we try and sow we may get discouraged because that person doesn't believe in christ but we have to think of the ground that it is falling on so this is a really nice reminder if you're trying to sow into somebody right now and it's just not working maybe they're just not at a place but you're dropping that seed and the lord is going to do greater things with that seed because all we can do is drop it the lord is going to make it flourish or like it's going to decide what happens with that seed he wants everybody to love him um and then the next section because my bible is divided up into sections it says using your light so this is how we as believers can go out and spread the gospel i'm going to read that whole part so it's from 21 to 25 he also said to them is a lamp brought in in to be put under a basket or under a bed isn't it be isn't it to be put on a lampstand for there is nothing hidden that will not be revealed and nothing concealed that will not be brought to light if anyone has ears to hear let him listen and he said to them pay attention to what you hear by the measures you see it will be measured to you and more will be added to you for whoever has more will be given to him and whoever does not have even what he has will be taken away from him so this is saying like I have two verses highlighted, um, 22 and then 25. So, for there there is nothing hidden that will not be revealed and nothing concealed that will not be brought to the light. The Lord is the light. We have to keep that in mind while reading this. And there is nothing that the Lord does not already know and that we will not say to him. Because as true believers, we're called to repent. So that is going to be revealed to us. And we're going to bring that sin into the into the light through prayer and repentance um but when it says nothing is hidden that will not be revealed those secrets are already out to the lord he knows your deepest darkest secrets and it will eventually come out in other ways where it's whether it's like through anger or friendships or things like that 
you can just see the negativity and Satan trying to work in your life. And we just have to remember that the Lord is the light and his hand is with us. And that's not to say that we just we do depend on God, but we also have to listen and seek his voice to figure out what our steps are from him. So you're going to learn that what his words sound like through digging in and figuring out that he is the light. And then we can use his voice to direct us in our life. But we have to remember that it's not ourselves that are directing us. It's him changing us and his voice that is. And then the parable of the growing seed. And I really like this because it's about how we're growing. So the kingdom of God is like this. He said, a man scattered seed on the ground. He sleeps and rises night and day. The seed sprouts and grows, although he does not know how. The soil produces a crop by itself, first the blade, then the head and then the full grain on the head. As soon as that crop is ready, he sends for the sickle because he har- the harvest has come. So once we are, f- like we are growing daily and nightly through the Lord's word, you know, so it's, there's literally God saying to us what is happening while we're growing. The first the blade, then the head, and then the full grain of the head. And then we go down to see the parable of the mustard seed. And he said, with what can we compare the kingdom of God or what parable can we use to describe it? It's like a mustard seed that when sown upon the soil is the smallest of all the seeds on the ground. And when sown, it comes up and grows taller than all the garden plants and produces larger branches so that the birds of the sky can nest in its shade. So this is just saying that as we're growing our want and desire from God can be so little, but as long as we keep that want and desire and pursue it, we're going to grow tall and grow up stronger and bigger than the other plants. And then people are going to, the well, the birds in the sky can nest in its shade. But that's to say that we can help others and extend our hand to others and let them rest knowing that the Lord is with them as well. And then it goes into using the parables. And then that's verse 33. He is speaking the word to them with many parables like these, as they were able to understand. He did not speak to them without a parable. Privately, however, he explained everything to his own disciples. So parables are for us to use and kind of for us to see things a little bit better and clearer almost. At least that's how I think of it. I think parables put it in a way that is easier to understand and then lastly we're going to go into the winds and the waves to obey jesus and i have two verses specifically highlighted 40 and 41 40 states then he said to them why are you afraid do you still have no faith and they were terrified and asked one another who then is this even the wind and the sea obey him so If the wind and the sea obey Christ, we can't even see the wind, first of all. So let that kind of sink in. Like, you cannot see the wind, but it is obeying Christ. And the wind goes wherever wherever Christ tells it to go. And the ocean is obeying Christ because he is the ruler of all. So that just shows that if the wind and the sea obey him, imagine what we can do when we obey the cross like the cross 
Christ. Um, so I just hope that his word is a little bit clearer for this parable in Mark 4 and that you feel a little bit more confident even if this message only reached one person know that you are so very loved and that the lord loves you and that goes for everybody even if you aren't a believer christ wants you and he wants your heart because you can be just like that mustard tree so i want to close us off in prayer today dear lord heavenly father thank you for allowing me to talk to everyone that's listening and thank you for allowing them to receive and hear your word god i am so very grateful for that lord and i'm very grateful that you allowed me to have the chance to speak and talk to them today lord even though it was you speaking through me god um and thank you once again for sending your son on the cross i hope that all of these kids and young adults go out on their day and just they see the light and that seed has been sown lord i do apologize for the train tracks um but god i'm just forever grateful for you lord and that your light is shining down upon us god and in your name i pray amen um but yeah guys i hope you have a wonderful day and I hope that your heart is just a little bit closer to the Lord today and thank you. Have a good day.